I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Here, let me play something uh, over here, Mocha. I got a a note from somebody the other day hmm. that said, uh, did you see Maury's uh, creepy Passover video? Creepy? And I was what? like... And I was like, what's Maury out here doing creepy Passover videos? And and I clicked on the video, and it's like, you were just like, he's making food, right? He's just okay. like making food. What were you making, even? I don't even know what that is. It's called matzah brine, fried matzah. Like so, you crack a couple eggs in, in matzah, you soak the matzah, and then you fry it, and it tastes amazing. It looked like scrambled eggs to me. Yeah, it's basically scrambled eggs, but with matzah, and you put jam on it, and it's like you... What so is salt. matzah anyway? My, it's know. just unleavened Jewish crackers, unleavened oh, oh, okay. bread. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Jewish crackers, and then you mix <laughs> it with eggs. It looks like scrambled eggs. But it tastes delicious with jam on it. Okay, so yeah. it looks like scrambled eggs, but only like beige scrambled eggs, right? Because the matzah makes it beige. Sure. Right? So yeah. it's delicious. beige It's beige eggs, <laughs> right? Be- bags. Yeah. <laughs> so it's bags. And um, and then you put what on top? What is what's the smear you put on top of that? A strawberry jam, strawberry jam, and matzah eggs, right? Yes. So I'm watching the video, mm-hmm. and I'm like, whatever. It's it looks like it's beige eggs and jam, right? Okay. <laughs> no big deal. But I watched the video without sound because I'm like, why is somebody sending this to me saying, "Hey, did you see Maury's creepy Passover video?" Mm-hmm. And I'm because like, just for reference. We don't, damn, uh, Roz and I don't follow more. I don't think you need to say that. I don't think it's important to story at all. <laughs> you don't because, follow me either. Oh, I guess that. Yeah, no. you don't follow me either. I follow Sham. Um, so I'm watching the video, right? And I'm like, why would somebody, like, there's nothing, because I, and I, and I, and I, I, like, I, I refreshed again and I watched it and I'm mm. like, what's the creepy part? I'm like, does the jam look like blood? Like, what are they, like, what do they find creepy about this? And then I touch the video to get the sound for the video. Yeah. Okay. And so this is what they were asking if I saw when they said, did you see Maury's creepy Passover video? Passover breakfast just isn't complete without a warm, crispy matzo brai. This simple dish holds a special place in my heart, bringing back nostalgic memories of sitting at the table with my dad, watching him carefully prepare it. Why do you talk like that? I was doing like a, like a movie voiceover. Okay. As I make my own matzo brai today, I can't. Come on, man. Today. <laughs> today. <laughs> Help but feel grateful for the traditions that connect me to my family and heritage. Join me in savoring this delicious breakfast and celebrating the rich history of Passover. 
sounds like you fell off your chair at the end. Are you okay? <laughs> listen, listen to the, the slow fade. Heritage. Join me in savoring this delicious breakfast and celebrating the rich history of Passover. <laughs> like, he passed out. Passover breakfast just isn't complete without a warm... Cri- so what were you trying to do? I was just trying to do like kind of like a cool... You know, food voice, like a cool, but, soothing food voice. My agent saw this, wrote me going, well, that was really good. But why not just go, hey, it's more. You know what? I love Passover, man. Well, because like people are going to watch cooking. And I thought that a cooking voice, because you can't see a face. But what, you're what, only seeing my hands. What makes that a cooking voice, though? Who does that? Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> But you don't have you don't have a show it's on a CNN tooch. like him. No. As I make my own matzo bride today. Okay. <laughs> As I make my own matzo bride today. So your voice agent said that it was brilliant. She wrote, "Going, I've never like heard okay. you just do a normal VO." Okay, hold a on. Normal. Let, so how many how many gigs did you book since this? Not one. Okay, hold right. on. Let me let me let me play this again for you, please. Passover breakfast just isn't complete without a warm, crispy matzo brie. Why do you, that's that? It's a warm, crispy matzo brie. Right. Why are you talking so close to the microphone? A warm, crispy matzo brie. Can you do that now? A warm, crispy. <laughs> <laughs> a warm, crispy matzo brie. Bry. Yeah, weird. Did I do that? Did I do it right? Bry. Bry. It sounds weird. <laughs> Bry. It's normal. It's guys. There's nothing wrong with this. <laughs> totally <laughs> normal. Soothing. Soothing. Play the video game. Passover breakfast just isn't complete without a warm, crispy matzo brah. Oh, I know what you're doing. I'll wait for you. I'll, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. I'll wait what? for you. Are you going to play the Halloween music? Oh, no. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. Absolutely. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Sounds like Jigsaw. Bry. Warm, crispy, matzo bry. Here we go. Passover breakfast just isn't complete without a warm, crispy matzo bry. This simple dish holds a special place in my heart, bringing back nostalgic memories of sitting at the table with my dad, watching him carefully prepare it. As I make my own matzo bry today, I can't help but feel grateful for the traditions that connect me to my family and heritage. Join me in savoring this delicious breakfast and celebrating the rich history of Passover. Okay, uh, every time Maury says matzo bry, in your head, substitute the word with people. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, I'm itchy. Hold on. Uh-oh. I don't know what happened. Sometimes I just get itchy. On your hand, your arm? No, your knee? my chest. Oh, your which chest. is weird, right? That Maybe is it's your... the clothes that you're wearing. What's that, Maury? Doesn't that mean you're coming into some money? <laughs> when your chest is itchy? Something about oh. itchy hands or itchy body, like it means that you're cut, like coming into some luck. Well, then you should be like the luckiest guy <laughs> and the richest guy in the entire world right I now. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, how many back scratchers do you have around the house? For Zero. emergency. Oh. Zero? I, for emergency? I bought one recently on off Amazon. Needed oh, it. Bro, it's fantastic. I am all back scratch. I used to carry one in my bag. Mm. Yes, I did. Bro, that's next level. I Come did. On. I carried a back scratcher in my bag. Come on. Yes. Love it. I, I would lo- like to yes. have one. I, a telescopic back scratcher. Uh-huh. I buy it. Uh, Catherine got me the last time I got um, a back scratcher. Catherine got me a pack of four. 
Okay. Right? And it's a it's a telescopic, um, like, I don't know, like antenna, uh-huh. and it has a little metal hand on the end of it. Okay. And then I jam that in there and just start rubbing it around. On like, top of your clothes or like No, no, down the shirt. shirt. I go yeah. down the oh, shirt. Okay. I go down the shirt. And the routine normally, do you want another routine in my house? Yeah. I get the back scratcher. First thing I have to do is rub the cat a little bit with it because um, they think it's their brush. It's not. It's mine. Um, so I put the- You have a four pack though. I do. Yeah, so why but, don't you use one of the other ones just strictly for the cats? Uh, I don't have the um, I, like I don't have the the uh, the coordination the oh. coordination to scratch my back with one and then the cat with the other. Gotcha. Right? It okay. doesn't it doesn't work for me. So the routine is that I go down my shirt with the back scratcher on my back and I scratch away and I find like the real itchy parts, right? Mm-hmm. Like landmines kind of thing and then i scratch them so they're nice and red and then what i do is uh the girls then make me sit on the edge of the couch and i lift up my shirt and then they start popping the red spots right (laughs) that's that's how it goes that's how it goes come out of it yeah yeah lots of times oh my god yeah yeah lots of times does jenna pick your back no she doesn't pop things on you i mean yeah but like if she sees like I'm Have my... you ever been pushed to the edge of your couch being like, oh my God, we haven't done this in forever. And then your family lifts up the back of your shirt never. and then they both sit on you no. and, and go at you with their thumbs? No. You've never had that? Never. Oh my God. Every once a week that happens in my house. Really? Once a week. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Why are you so greasy? I'm not greasy. So why are they popping all sorts of stuff on your back? I don't know. I just, I don't know. Sweat and grease, bro. But listen, I I, I don't know why. Do I don't know. Their back? It's not, it's not sweat and grease. Thank you very much. No, it, it don't is, make though. me sound like a diner, right? I'm not a diner. <laughs> I'm a person. Okay. No, no. It's sweat and grease. No, it's not. Clogged up your, in your Listen, pores. America was built on sweat and grease. Okay. Yeah, well, he's itching now. Shut up. <laughs> Jim. I'm not, I know. Even talking about itching. Right? Are you not itching right now? No, even ta- even talking I, about itching, I get itch. Well, I have all, do they come at you with a Kleenex? Like, do they whatever comes out of it? Do they no, rub it more, in a Kleenex? Oh, I know even, exactly what happens. More, it's even it's even worse. Okay. Oh, no. First of all, what happens is is that if anything comes out of one, they both freak out and then take a picture of it. Gross. Right. Oh, and yeah, then and then one of them will scoop it up with the back of their fingernail uh-huh. and either smear it across a clean part of my back yeah. or just wipe it on my T-shirt that's over my yeah. head. Oh, I no. knew that was. A- <laughs> He's gonna pass out. No, oh, that's what that's family life, man. Okay. <laughs> My husband's <laughs> never that's... done that to me. Well, your husband's never done a lot of things, Maureen. <laughs> Yo, facts. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh moms, aunts, and grandparents will be shedding a tear. No, no, what happened? Uh, the Tupperware company may be going out of business. Come on now. After almost 80 years. Yes. Come on now. In a regulatory filing late Friday, the container maker said there's a, quote, substantial doubt about the company's ability to continue as a going concern and that it's uh, working with financial advisors to find financing to stay afloat. Tupperware said it won't have enough cash to fund its operations if it doesn't secure additional money. The company said it's exploring potential layoffs and it's revamping its real estate portfolio uh, for potential money-saving efforts. I was watching a lot of videos where people were um, showing their giant family popcorn bowl and then showing their giant family puke bowl, which is the same bowl. And it's, and it's all the what? old it's all, it's all the old Tupperware bowls, the, the big like plastic, like green and blue. <gasps> 
You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Where, where they're like, this is the family popcorn bowl. And it's just like, you could put so much popcorn in it. And uh-huh. then like, when people are sick, this is the family puke bowl. <laughs> and it's the same, and it's you the same bowl. You use a, like a garbage can? Yeah, you, we, you, use, we use garbage cans. Oh, oh, no, we always used a bowl. A Tupperware <laughs> really? bowl? Yeah. Like a plastic bowl? Yeah, it yeah. splashes off the side. That would then, no, huge, like big bowls. Like Tupperware, like used to make these gigantic bowls, oh, yeah, right? yeah, I, I know that. Yeah, yeah, but it was always the same bowl growing up. Maybe the problem is and why always. they're filing for bankruptcy is because everybody has enough Tupperware. Like, there's no more people buying it. Everyone has what they need. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'll tell you, the, pro- the their problem with Tupperware is that, like, if you go to somebody's house mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my God, and they have, like, that Tupperware juice container mm-hmm. with the lid that goes on top with the white button that you press down. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? That, that yeah. ju- The juice <laughs> container, yeah. it's either going to be brown or orange, most likely orange, <laughs> right? The, the, the problem with Tupperware is that thing looks immaculate and still works as well as it did as the day you bought it in 1972. Uh-huh. Right, their stuff lasts forever. It was yes. back when America made things that lasted forever, did and it's a terrible host, business plan. Did both your moms host Tupperware parties? I don't know if my mom. Ho- yeah, I think most oh. like. What am I saying? Of course. <laughs> no, I think, like, I'm sure my mom went to one. Yeah, we never hosted any no. at our place. No, but they definitely went to one. Right. Um, but I think after you know when other companies started making their own versions, like the market just became flooded. Yes. With, with Tupperware-like product, and you would just call it Tupperware. Absolutely. Even though it was like, like Rubbermaid has yeah, their and own Yeah, and it was inferior. Of, right? It was oh. always inferior. Uh-huh. Plus yeah. restaurants, when they did uh, delivery or whatever, everyone kept the plastic containers. Those came in, and yeah. those were free with food. Yeah, you shouldn't be reusing those, though, more. Really? No. I have like a stack of them. Yeah, oh man, I don't know about that. Bro, my yeah. mom is notorious for keeping those. Really? Yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah. And she washes them and yes. dries and puts them in like with the Tupperware. Yeah. Yes. And puts like it's leftovers just, yeah, in there. I know just, it's not it good. Just, it just becomes Tupperware. Yeah. Right? No, you shouldn't be eating out of plastic. But uh, at all. You shouldn't be storing in plastic. You shouldn't be eating out of plastic. None of that stuff. So hmm. that's it. That may be it unless they, God. you know, someone comes to the rescue. But after Ooh. 77 years in the market, Tupperware may be going out of business. Yeah, and Tupperware hurt too. Like if you got hit with Tupperware, like Tupperware was solid. It like solid. Oh yeah, Who's them lids. The lids. Yeah. Them lids are. You no never joke. had a lid, a Tupperware lid flung at you like a frisbee. Like get no. beat with it? No, no not, I not beat. More like a game with injuries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you called it in your house, but that's what we called it in my house. Okay, okay. On to the next. We got to get to this. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you hello Paige. how are you it's Roz and mocha i'm good how are you doing good what's going on in your life why are you reaching out i have a crappy situation at work okay Paige, you wrote us this Roz and mocha fix my life if someone you work with is making the shared women's bathroom a mess how would you approach the situation? For reference, this person is really nice and also a new employee, so there's no work relationship yet. When you say making the shared women's bathroom a mess, what are we talking about? Um, so the seat almost every single time has um, residue left on the back of it, on like the top of the seat. Uh, what? Residue. Yeah. So residue. <laughs> does the person not realize, you think, that stuff's being um, left behind? 
I don't know. We we have put up a sign that says, like, this is a shared space. Please ensure the seat's clean after every use. Mm-hmm. And Lysol wipes have been provided. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten better, but it's still not fixed. Okay. How do you know it's this person, though? Um, so there's a few girls who sit kind of close to the washroom. And I was talking about it with them one day because we didn't know who it was. And we kind of wanted to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one girl had gone in to the, go to the washroom after she'd cleaned the seat mm-hmm. and after this person had gone in. So there had only been one person in before her after she had cleaned. Well, I don't think in a situation like this, you could approach that person. Vigilante yeah. justice is the only way to do it. Oh my God. What? I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you, have you guys thought about installing a camera? Oh my God. Oh, dude. Perfect. That solves everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Uh, this is a very difficult thing because it's really not up to employees to sort of police other employees in this way, right? Like your coworkers. Yeah. Um, and you can, like, like you said, if you had a relationship at all, I guess you could say, you know, hey, somebody left a giant streak on the seat. Like, have you guys talked about this openly and uh, hoping maybe she would like hear? Not super openly, like openly, but at whispered kind of volumes because I don't want to try to like center her out. I don't know. I feel yeah, it's tough because she's mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah. Yeah. But and uh, you don't know if it's like a medical situation that she's have. Yeah. She's got you know, going on, right? Could be. What mm-hmm. kind of medical situation? I don't know. Enough I'm just with the, saying. It could be some kind of medical situation. <laughs> you don't know, Roz. You, you don't do know. know. You know. What kind of medical situation? Do you think she's doing this on purpose? I don't think so. I don't because if she was, I don't think it would have stopped when the Lysol wipes got put out. It didn't stop, but it's it's like this really could, it really could be technique too. You know what I mean? Like like depending mm-hmm. on what your routine is. Like let's say for instance, she sits, does her business um, does like a wipe and then, you know, flushes sort of while she's still there and then just stand. Like, what if her technique is okay. that she doesn't turn around to see, you know, like she, yeah. may, she may not even know, like this may just come down to, she was taught to use the toilet differently than other people. I always yeah. turn around to look, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, I do too. And so is every coworker I talk to. You know, I, but, but some people, you know, some people have different techniques get up and in, go. in the bathroom, like a get up and go, right? Yeah. Like, and then she may walk over to the sink and wash her hands for five minutes. Like she may think that she's really clean. Right. Um, but, but I think that if somebody's leaving like that kind of, you know, residue on the back part of the seat, I think it's like, you know, maybe they, 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 their, their technique when it comes to cleaning back there might not be great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it may be that they uh, are not just, a, they're not a clean person generally. Yeah. Like maybe she went in for a yeah. number one and the little bits of number two that are left behind aren't even from that that session? incident, that session yeah. might be from a yeah. separate session altogether. Like mm-hmm. she may not even know, I, I, but I, I think that... You know, if a boss could like send out a, a memo to just as a reminder, as a reminder, yeah. to, to I think people that's the only way to go. That you mm-hmm. got to make sure that the seat is clean, right? Like, and be yeah. specific about it. Don't say the bathroom and we all work together. Like, you have to say, make sure that the seat and the bowl are clean, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and the bowl too. The bowl too, even. And there's a little scrubby beside it. And yeah, yeah. Yep. And Joel, no, she's not. She's not using the scrubby. Oh, no. No, no. no. Jeez, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. She's a nice girl, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. And she's new. Like, if it'd be different if there was a relationship, I could take her to the side and, like, say something politely. But yeah. that would still be hard. But yeah. being new with no relationship makes it a lot more. I think an email has to come out from yeah. Yeah. a yeah, boss. A or, or what if you went to her and said, hey, listen, I'm thinking about uh, pulling a prank on my co and our coworkers here. And I'm just, I can't figure out how to pull this off. What I want to do is I want to go into the bathroom and leave like a streak on the back of the seat, but I don't know how to do that. Oh my God. Any, oh, any ideas? That's, that's, single, <laughs> that's way too specific. <laughs> Is it the hope? No. I think that's a genius no. plan. Paige, please no. don't do that. Don't do that. No, I don't think no. I'll do that. No? I don't no. think I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, 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 no. I thought that was a genius plan. No, no. no? Email, email from the boss is the way to go. Plus, you want to come and do it for me? I would love to. I'm oh fascinated my God. by this. Perfect. Thanks, Ron. There yes. you go, Paige. Thanks for reaching out. <laughs> Thanks, guys, so much. Have a good day. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Grammy Award winner Nelly makes his return to Toronto in June to headline his Hot in Here festival. And he's bringing a bunch of friends with him. And you know it's going to be a hype show because Nelly got hits on hits on hits. Yo, it's about to get loud in here. We welcome to the Raza Mocha Show, the one, the only, Nelly! Hey, what's happening, champ? What's, what's going, going on? on, dude? Welcome to good. Toronto. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How about yourself? Uh, we're doing good. Um, big event at Downsview Park, June 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, what a lineup. Yeah. You... Akon, Neo, Fat Joe, T.I., Rick Ross, Ja Rule, Chingy, Kerry yes, Hilson as well. Are you the one that put out the call to each and every single one of them to ask to be on this show? <laughs> Probably influenced all of the calls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like you're not picking up the phone and being uh, no. like, yo, Neo, what are you doing in June? Um, no, not not per se. But the thing is that, um, you know, all of these people are not just great artists. They are They're actually friends, so... Um, you know, they, we, we all are in touch one way or another. Um, so getting them for the show wasn't, wasn't really that hard. I think the hard part was just making out the schedule. When you go on, who handles the logistics of, uh, of who gets to go on last? Uh, who gets to go on last? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's called hot in here, so I guess I, I can do this one. <laughs> I think you would have to do this. You know, one, like I like I get I that. I, I get that. One. Like it's it's your thing. But was there anyone that was like, hey, yo, come on now? Like maybe like you go on and you do last, but then like I come on and I do like one more track. <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, the guy with thirty million records probably is going to go last. There we go. <laughs> yo, facts are facts. <laughs> uh, like looking at this lineup again, you, Neo, Akon, Fat Ooh. Joe, Ti, Rick Ross. Ja Rule, Chingy, Carrie Hilson. Is there one person or, um, or a couple of people that you yourself are really excited to see perform on stage and, and see that crowd reaction from? You know, um, basically everybody, man. Again, just when you get a chance to do lineups like this, um, um, you know, you're excited about obviously what they're going to bring to the stage, but also the energy that we all have backstage. You know what I'm saying? Because you, all, you, you want good energy. 
you want good energy backstage. You want good people and everybody getting along and everybody excited to see one another. So I, I wouldn't say that it's just one act that I'm excited to see. I know we're all going to have a bunch of fun. I mean, and then, you know, you're talking about one of the greatest crowds to play in front of in Toronto. So um, that's one of the reasons why, you know, we decided to even kick this thing off up here because, I mean, you know, who, who, who else knows music better than t- than Toronto? So it's going to be a great way to kick off a dope summer. Uh, any artist who's been in the game as long as you have, they will all tell the stories of how touring and being on stage is different when you're no longer in your early 20s, like prep time takes a little bit longer. <laughs> recovery time takes a little bit longer. What's it like for yeah, you? Man. What's it like for you? No, um, you know, it's actually one of those things where um, I used to get the venue maybe maybe 30 minutes before it's time for me to go on. Now I get there uh, maybe a couple hours. <laughs> you know, you got to get there, you get in gear, you get the motor running before you get out there. So, you know, it's like it's like um, when you go to the gym to play basketball and, you know, that, that guy that's been there for two hours stretching, he's already ready. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to when you're like... It's supposed to when you're like 25 and you just hop out the car and grab the basketball and start hooping. Yep. Yeah, Ready to go. Uh, yeah, Nelly yeah, Hot in yeah. Here 2023. Big music festival. Hotinhere.ca is where you get the tickets. Mm. June 24th, Downsview Park. Again, it's Nelly, Neo, Akon, Fat Joe, T.I., Rick Ross, Ja Rule, Chingy, Carrie Hilson. Real quick before we let you go, I need to get your thoughts on this, Nelly. Because we are yep. in uh, year 50 of hip-hop, right? This summer is going to be oh, the course. big celebration. You being a groundbreaking artist, one of those people who's in, been in the game forever, but also helped shape the, the the landscape of the art, the landscape of the music, and put a shine mm-hmm. on artists during a time where it was mainly, look who's coming from L.A., look who's coming from New York, and then here's Nelly right. from St. Louis, and then all of a sudden you get all the in-between L.A. and New York artists who are getting some shine. What does uh, Year 50, Hip Hop 50, mean to you and and you being a part of the movement? Well, you know, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate and blessed to be a part of that movement and to even be a part of that great celebration that was, that took place at the Grammys. Um, which which was entirely too short and which um, really didn't bring out um, everything that we feel that it should have or as far as the people who helped build hip-hop. Um, but that being said, it still was an honor and a pleasure to be to be involved in that celebration um um to what to what you're saying it's 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 incredible it's surreal but i mean you know it's so much more than any coast or any city hip-hop is you know we're basically running the world man and um you know it's just that way of life that's been able to be catchy and 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 incentive driven to bring so many different avenues because you look at even up here I mean, you know what I'm saying? You guys have one of the biggest hip hop artists ever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, like the homie Drake is, he's amazing. You know what I'm saying? I call him Michael Jackson all the time. He knows, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, it's like he's, he's, he's dope. And that, that don't happen without all of the um, culture being able to come together and just spread out um, like a virus, so to speak. And um, people taking advantage of it. So it's dope, bro. It's really, really dope to be a part of it.
Love it. Uh, Nelly, we know you have a busy schedule today, and we appreciate that you made time for us on the Raza Mocha Show. Again, hot in here, 2023. Uh, Downsview yeah, Park, June 24th. Hot in here.ca yes, for tickets. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Nelly. Thank you, bro. Thank you, champ. Y'all be safe, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I, uh, the cat threw up in the car yesterday. Mm-hmm. Why was your cat in the car? Because we brought him to the cottage with us, and then one of them got an upset belly. I don't know what happened. You brought all the cats? No, three of them. Oh. Three of the four. But uh, So the fourth one just stayed home? Yeah, she chills. Mm, yeah, she's fine. She doesn't want to come anyway. It's not so fun you, for her. Do you put them in crates? No. Well, one of them goes in a crate. He's fine. He's super chill. But the other two, no, nightmare. You got to like hand carry them to the car and like uh-huh. to and from and everything else. It's it's they wild. crawl all over you when you're when you're driving. No, they're pretty they chill. Just, they're mm. pretty chill. But the one, the baby, she got an upset stomach and barfed all over, and it just smelled so bad. But um, but how I, long into the drive? Mm, twenty minutes. Mm. And how long was the drive? Mm, like an hour twenty. So did you like stop? No, 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 no. Just kept going for the hour. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you pick it up or just leave it there? No, I left it, it there until we got home. Um, it was on like the floor mat, but I, Sorry, I've, I've ruined- home as in like you drove to the cottage. Yeah. Puke was still in the car. No, no, no. It was on the way home last night. Oh, on the way home. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I've ruined my rep in my own house. <laughs> only now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or only like, now I, you realize. No, I've changed, I've changed my identity in the house and I, and I've done serious damage to my reputation within my household. So I was reading something or it was like a stupid video or something like that, um, last week. And the video was like, hey, when your cat puts its butt in your face, it's showing you that it loves you. Mm-hmm. And so to show the cat that you love the cat back, you should blow in the butt gently, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So I, I, I run this and I, it's like a thing because cats are weird, right? And maybe mm-hmm. this is like a thing. So um, one of the cats, I'm a home alone, and one of the cats is like on me and then does the thing where the cat puts the butt in my face and I gently blow, right? Everything mm. seemed to work out great. Cat falls asleep on my lap. It was glorious. So the girls come home and I was like, hey, did you guys know? Oh, no. <laughs> that's that your first mistake. <laughs> that when the cat shows you its butt, you're supposed to <laughs> blow in it, uh-huh. right? And... This didn't go as well as I thought it would go. How did you think it was going to go? I in your they, mind. In my mind, they were going to be like, oh my God, that's so amazing. Can't wait to do it, right? Uh-huh. We all love cats. Yeah. In reality? In reality, um, I spent 30 minutes getting roasted um, for being a cat butt blower. <laughs> Is that what they called you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I had to, and then Catherine's like, so like, how hard do you blow? Does their like stomach expand? And I'm like, wow. and I'm like, That's a and I'm blow. like, no, you don't put your mouth on it. You just gently blow, right? Uh-huh. So uh, now, anytime there's a problem with the cat, the cat's crying. It's like, hey, uh, dad, the cat's crying. Maybe it's hungry or it needs you to blow its butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're that guy. Okay. Uh-huh. Cat barfs in the car yesterday. Yeah. I feel bad for the cat. It's only a matter of time before one of them suggests I blow in its butt. Uh-huh. Right? So now I've ruined my reputation. Like, do in, they want in, you to hold the cat up into no, in front of your face? They don't want me to do anything. No. They think it's weird. I thought it was sweet. Right? Just like a little... But now you have to... In order to prove that you're not weird. Right. You should be forwarding them, like, facts. Right. Articles, 
YouTube okay. videos, yeah. all that stuff. Okay. They'd be like, guys, I'm not crazy. Okay. Listen. I'm not weird. Listen. This is the thing. <sighs> Did you not show them, like, do it in front of them? No. They're, okay. If you think that I'm then going to sit there and chase a cat around the house <laughs> mm. and hold it up and blow in its butt well, you're already, to prove a point to my family. You're already doing half the work. Okay. <laughs> I'm not already doing half the work. Yeah, so you're blowing what, in the cat's no, butt. So what I'm saying is, okay, if you have read an article, watched a video, whatever it is, where they say cats like it when you blow in their butt. I'm not saying don't blow in your cat's butt. I'm saying don't tell your family you blow in your cat's butt. Noted. Okay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. All right, Goldie is on Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Tell everyone why you are here. My friend just does not seem to respect my time. Oh, damn. You wrote us this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Should I dump my best friend for continuously ditching me over the years, or do I give her one last shot? What should my final straw be? Damn. So what do you mean your friend keeps ditching you? So my best friend has all the best intentions. She enthusiastically makes plans, and it's not like me coming up with an idea. It's her. And she gets my full commitment. She's fully committed. And then it comes down to the day I either don't hear from her or if I call her and say, what's going on? She's like, you know what? I just don't feel it. Um, recently she kind of did that with like a Vegas trip and she was really pushing me to come and I almost bought my ticket and then she just kind of said, Hey, I invited like, um, a lot of other people too. And I don't know these people. I'm not going to travel with them. Why was I not considered? So it seems like I'm just always an afterthought. Uh, and previously, you know, talking to her about her, telling her my feelings, um, she's kind of like, I have all the best intentions when I make these plans. But I just don't feel like being considered, that I'm being considered. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong, that I'm getting these kinds of reactions from her. Is she your best friend? Yeah, she's one of my really, really good friends. Are you her best friend? <laughs> That's what she told me. Mm. I'm her godmother to her dog, and she's my godmother to Excuse me? To Wait a second. You, you stop, 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 stop. Goldie, <laughs> did you just say your godmother to her dog or to her daughter? To her dog. <laughs> okay, that's not a thing. Her dog is a baby. That's not a, know, that's not a not thing. A thing. Oh, my God. That's, how long have you guys been friends for? Uh, I want to say like four or five years. Okay, so how cool. old are you now? I'm 35. Okay, so it's a relatively new friendship. Yeah, I would say so. How'd you meet? At work? Yeah. Okay, so it's a, it's a work friend that turned into a real-life friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she's got other stuff going on. Seems like it. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that this person means more to you than you mean to them. I agree. And that's a real hard pill to swallow sometimes. That's the realization I'm coming to, but I'm fighting myself on it uh, because she fights tooth and nail to prove me wrong and show me how she, how much I mean to her. But I feel like when is enough enough? And at a certain point, you, you lose respect. Um, and I've gotten to that point where I'm starting to now lose respect. So is it all or nothing with this woman? Like, can you downgrade her from best friend to sort of like acquaintance or? Yeah. Like, are you guys making plans consistently? Like, hey, let we got to make sure we hang out this weekend. Haven't seen you in a while. Exactly. So we, mm. we don't work together every day. Uh, I don't see her as much. Uh, so when we see each other, maybe it's like once or twice a month. And so we, we want to make that plan. We want to try to like put effort to seeing each other, um, 
so we come up with things to do. Well, why not uh, just do local stuff instead of these big elaborate getaways? Uh, yeah, even those things she dishes me on. Uh. She had an idea like, hey, I want to do a friendship day. Let's go like have brunch. Mm. The brunch is so simple. We can always meet for brunch, something like that. And last minute, look, I just know I'm not feeling well today, whatever, whatever. Okay, uh, so don't make plans. Or if you're not feeling well, tell me ahead of time. So I make my own plans. I, I think that she probably doesn't want to hang out with you as much as you want to hang out with her. But yet she doesn't have the guts to tell yeah. you that. And so she doesn't want to be perceived as the bad guy. So she makes all these plans and then she cancels. And the reason she cancels is because you don't mean that much to her. Or she, or she gets a better offer from somebody else or who knows what it is. But I think that you guys were probably way better friends when you worked together, you know, and saw each other frequently and you built that camaraderie and, and you guys got along real well. And now that you don't see each other all that often, you know, are you even really that great of friends? I don't think that she thinks that. No. And she just doesn't want to hurt your feelings. She Maybe. probably feels no. like, oh, I better say yes to this one thing because if I don't, then it'll be a thing. And then she's going to ask questions. So it's easier just to, to cancel at the last minute and say I'm not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when is the point of no return? I don't know. How about just, like, don't plan anything and see what happens? Oh, I yeah. Oh, yeah. I've definitely stopped a long time ago. <laughs> so do you plan stuff, or is it always her that plans stuff? Usually it's her. Why? Uh, she's an enthusiastic one. She just feels like, hey, let's do but this. Why don't, but why don't, you ever, why don't you ever call her up and say, hey. I do. And once in a while, not as frequent as her. Um, because of how I've been feeling. Okay, but could she be the one that feels that she does all the work in the relationship? Not really. She's always the one coming up. She's always coming up with plans. She most, but the thing is, she always has ideas for plans, but we never go through with it. Like, um, and then like the one time that we do want to go through with it, that's when we really like talk about it. Uh, so, I, don't you know, know. I don't think Listen, you guys, I, you guys I, aren't friends. No, no. Friendship ain't forever, girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I love some of the, some of them are, most of them are not. I think you know this. I think you're yeah. just trying to force this friendship. Yeah. You both are. I, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, also, also really how valuable is your time, Goldie? Let's be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she's God, she's Godmother to the dog. I, I know. It's 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 what yeah. it's it's whether you choose to actually dump her or ghost her. That's the only decision you have to make right now. Exactly. Yeah. Poor dog. Not gonna have a godmother anymore. <laughs> I know. What is gonna happen? <laughs> my cats aren't gonna have a godmother anymore. Oh my god. Well hold god. on a second. That changes everything. She is also godmother uh, to your cats? Yeah, she named one of them. Oh, oh girl. God, girl. We have to do another I know, FML. I'm, too, I'm in too deep, man. I'm in too deep. <laughs> poor cats. <laughs> poor cats. Thanks, Goldie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good day. Take care. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Brayden, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hi. Um, I have a question for Roz. Yeah. I have an English project, right, where I have to pick a book. So I've been listening to the Roz and Mocha show a while, and uh, I figured it was an easy choice, right? So what I have to do is compare my book to another source. So I was wondering if Roz has ever... Uh, read something or seen something that really reminds him of his story. Wait, hold oh on a second. Oh, my God. So what book are you picking, though? Roz's book. Oh, okay. Well, you didn't say that, bro. Okay, so you're using Roz's book, A Little Bit Broken, and you're comparing it to... You need to compare it to something else. Yeah, so I wonder if Roz could kind of just uh, help me out, make the project a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> so you, wanted, you want Roz to do your work for you? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. I would say that there's a couple of things that are not directly like related to my book or my story, right? But like historically I've always loved sort of like son father movies, right? Like mm-hmm. I cry all the time. It's 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 wild, right? Um one yeah. of the one of the big things that I talk about in the book is just how my old man was just such a great storyteller, right? And that's sort of like where I I always wanted to be as good of a storyteller as my dad was cuz my dad was like an incredible storyteller. And so so much about my book is the 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 just the the way storytelling sort of leaves a legacy and can bring people together, right? Um, so there's there's one movie that doesn't have anything to do with 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 my book, but I think that it's a real beautiful uh, father son movie that really really gets into the sort of brilliance of storytelling between a father and a son, and that is a movie called Big Fish. Um, with uh, it was a Tim Burton movie with Ewan McGregor, okay, where it's it's sort of him going through all the wonderful stories that his dad told him throughout life about this incredible life that he lived, and he sort of sort of goes and tracks all these people down. It's a fantastic, it's a Tim Burton movie, so it's very much a Tim Burton movie, yeah. um, but it is so unbelievably beautiful. Like it is an incredibly beautiful movie. Uh, so I would say Big Fish. As far as a song goes, um, I had a playlist that I would listen to while I was just writing the book, and a lot of songs had nothing to do with it. It's just like they just sort of put me in the mood a little bit. Um, but one song, I make reference to one specific song in the, in, in the book, and that's a song called Sit Down by a band called James. And the story with this song was that's what I was listening to. I was really, really obsessed with that song. Um, there's a chapter in my book called That One Time in Therapy where I was just, my life was falling apart and I was not in a good place. And I went to, to, to try therapy one time and that's the, my dad was dying and all this stuff. And it just happened to be the song that I was listening to obsessively at the time. And I had made a CD where I just burnt it over and over and over again on it. And I wanted to put the lyrics in the book, mm-hmm. right? And I've never told this story before. Um, I, I wanted to put the lyrics in the book and I knew how protective James, the band was over this song. They've never licensed it out in a commercial way before. Um, and there's hyper protective of this song. They, they let it one time and one time only, which was, they did a, uh, they remixed it for a trailer for game of Thrones. Mm. Right. And, uh, they did an awesome version for the trailer of game of Thrones. Um, and if you're going to print lyrics from a song, you need to get the artist permission in order to do it. And then you have to pay them. And I knew that this was a long shot because they're so protective over this song. And we wrote the band mm-hmm. and their management team. And they wanted to see the chapter that this song was going to be quoted for. So I had to send them that chapter and I wrote a letter explaining what this song meant to me at that time of what was going on in my life. And they wound up giving me permission oh, to, to use it, right? That's great. And so they're incredibly protective of that track and always have been. Um, but they gave me, they allowed me to pay to use it. Uh, can I just stop you right there? Brayden? Yeah. Roz, yeah. I can tell you're taking notes. Roz is basically writing your entire project for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, no, go do the work. You have the answer. Thank you for reaching out. You conned us, Brady. You conned us. Later, dude. Later, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, did you guys see Doja Cat? I love that Doja Cat just doesn't care about stuff, but she cares so much to respond. To everything. What is she freaking out about now? No, because Doja Cat lost her blue check mark on Twitter. Oh, damn, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And so somebody had pointed out to Doja Cat that said simply, no blue tick, question mark, it's over. And then another person tweeted to Doja Cat and said, you have to pay for Twitter blue now? What has Elon done to you, Doja? So then Doja Cat started replying to people. And one of the things she said was, having a blue tick now means there's a higher chance that you're a complete loser. (laughs) And that you're desperate for validation from famous people. Because as you know now, uh, well, in the States at least, it's eight bucks a month. Or you can pay up front $84 for the year. Damn. And then people like LeBron James was like, there ain't no way in hell I'm paying. No. I'm not paying at all. No, because it means nothing now. Because there's every jabroni out there has a blue check. Yeah. Sh- e- Shem? E- yeah, and according to Elon yesterday, he said that um, legacy blue checks go away on the 20th of this month. Really, What's the legacy yeah? one? Is that the... That's us. Like us. Just, we're all regular. I think yeah. he's trolling again. You think so? Absolutely. Well, 420 is weed day, but yeah, I think he's trolling again. I mean, they took everybody else's away on, on April Fool's Day. Not everybody's. That, no, no, no. But I mean, that's when it started. That wasn't a joke. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I don't right? I don't think it's true. That's when, uh, well, I mean, they're already doing it. Like, why would you not think it's true? <laughs> you still have yours. I still have mine. I know, but and like. What's the gold? What's the, the, the gold one again? Businesses. That's like businesses. Businesses and stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, and they got to pay like $1,000 a month or something like that. Do we like know if any that. businesses have yeah, actually. The, the, the New York Times. Times. We Times do. Did. Rogers did? Yeah. Come on. Kiss does. We do? What, yeah. they, they pay for it? We have a, I don't know if we pay for it, but we have a gold check mark. Oh. No. Yeah. We could be spending so much th- that money on other things. How much is it again? I, like I know this is the first time a thousand dollars really. I, I think so. That's I think that's what a thousand dollars a what that, a month. That's what the story was. I think so. I think it was even more than that. If this Hold company is Hold paying a thousand dollars a month for a Hold gold check here. mark on Twitter, then something is wrong. And whoever made that decision. I need to speak. Hold with. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can find this. We did There's a story no not way. that long ago. I would be so disappointed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. I'll unfollow oh. Kiss if we pay a thousand bucks a month. <laughs> the gold check mark on Twitter. Okay, hold on here. Let me see if I can find this story for you. It says Twitter's considering charging a thousand dollars a month. No, 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 no. Hold on here. Where was well, it? Who? I don't know if I even have it anymore. It's from March 2023. Under the new plan, the gold check mark will cost one thousand dollars per month. And each affiliate organization for TV right. shows and plays will cost fifty dollars. Right. So if Rogers pays a thousand dollars for one, then each additional one will be fifty dollars. Right. Still, that's fifty dollars too much. Yeah, but I mean, if they're paying, I'll take it. But we could use that money for Mocha's birthday. I know, but they no, could also things. they could also give me a gold check. <laughs> oh yeah! Wait wait hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, let's yeah. change everything. So hold on. So if they're paying fifty bucks for like the radio station, right? Yeah. Are they gonna pay fifty bucks for like for you mine would, and stuff? You would believe it, right? Guys, I love this company so much because of the smart business decisions <laughs> that we make. Yes. Right? Yes. Every single day, it's like smart, 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 smart. I'm gold check all day. <laughs> right? You yeah. get that gold check, <laughs> right? I'm all for it. Yes. Sign me up. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you watch the trailer for the new Indiana Jones movie? No. Oh, you didn't? No, I did not. Oh. Good song. I'm retiring. Well, in that case, what are we drinking? Same for the goddaughter. Dad told me you found something. 
On a train during the war. A dial that could change the course of history. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? Don't move. Please get out of here. Stop! Sorry. Dr. Jones, get him. Bro, Damn. Damn. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know how I was going to feel about seeing Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones again at the age that he is. Yeah. But watching this trailer, this movie looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, June 30th. How old is Harrison Ford? He's, he's like, like a thousand now. He's very old to be. And he has gone through like. Did he crashed a plane a few years ago? Yeah, he crashed a plane. And then remember when uh, he was shooting one of the like the force awakens or something like that and he blamed jj abrams for breaking his leg because i guess like he was running through some starship and like the door closed on his leg or yeah, something like guy. that and he's he, always getting and they, they, they had to stop shooting for like six months yeah because old bones right i know you know but this one he's like on horses and stuff and well, he's, getting he's into- quote unquote not on horses <laughs> so when it, i watch the trailer yeah right? some of it and with the way AI has advanced You'll never know. so much, You'll never there know. are some action sequences featuring Harrison Ford mm-hmm. at the ripe old age of old yes. that he's at right now. Where I'm watching, I'm like, I don't know if that's really Harrison Ford or if it's a stunt double that then they AI his face, Harrison Ford's face on top of. Yeah. But there's some moves where I'm like, I don't know if Harrison Ford could pull that off. No, he can't. He can't pull it off. And and I don't think that they would risk... You're not going to risk Harrison Ford getting hurt. No, you and can't. And shutting down... Like, that kind of production, like a Star Wars or or any, you know, Spielberg or Lucasfilm or whatever it is, like, you can't get the guy injured. Like, you just... It's not, it's not like, you know, Tom Cruise where, you know, he has to do all his own stunts. And when Tom Cruise tries to jump from one building to another building and winds up breaking his leg, that they, could, they have to shut production down. It's an inevitable thing with Tom Cruise, yeah. right? That he has to do it. Because you're not going to tell him no. No, but Harrison Ford is bubble-wrapped. Like, they take that guy and he does the the minimum. He does all the acting parts because he's a great actor. Sure. Harrison Ford is not on a horse tracking some guy down, whipping his whip around over his head. Like, it's not happening. That uh, guy, Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, he's badass. Right. I love he that He always guy. looks scary, like, in general. Always. Right? Villain. Like, ultimate villain. Yes. And he's the villain in this movie. Is and he? he looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen was really great. There was a TV version of... Um, uh, Hannibal Lecter. That's where I know him from. Yeah. Yes. Because I was watching, a, I was like, "Where do I know this guy?" He's from? A I never great, watched that He's a show, great but... Hannibal Lecter. Well, Mads Mikkelsen is also the 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 dad who worked so hard to get the plans for the Death Star to the Rebel Alliance in Rogue One. Oh, right. Yes. 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 Like, Mads Mikkelsen is, like, in everything. Wow. He did some crazy movie, like, some wild stuff years ago. But, no, he's amazing. He's, a, he's, he's my one of my favorite sort of, you know, actors who, you know, I really love when they play a bad guy. Yeah, he's he really is a good bad guy. Yeah. But this new, if you haven't had a chance yet, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, come on now. Okay. <laughs> you can't have a more Indiana Jones movie title than that. Go watch a trailer. The movie's uh, out on June 30th. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Can't remember the last time I watched SNL Live. Everything that I see is from either what goes viral or 
on their uh, their Twitter feed. I, I always watch it Sunday morning when I'm having breakfast. Exactly. Now, do you watch the whole thing more? I watch the beginning, skim. I love Weekend Update and the performances. That's all. Mm. So everything so, else. Is so, really the, so the whole thing. Well, I skim, but I stop for Weekend Update. And I stop for the performances. You know what's incredible is that if I watch SNL, I skip performances and Weekend Update. Well, it depends on who. Like Jonas Brothers were this past weekend. I'm still mm. skipping Jonas Brothers. What? Because I, I listen. I, 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 I've always loved SNL. Even if a band that I loved was on SNL, I'm like, get back to the skits. Sure. This Saturday was Molly Shannon, by the way. Yeah? How was yeah. she, great? Yeah, she Love brought Molly back Shannon. the I'm 50. Oh, damn. Yes. The what? The, the, character, the, the character, I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't remember that character? No. Oh, my God, what's I'm the character's 50? name? But did she bring back um, Mary blah, 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 Callahan? The, the one that sniffs her armpits? Yeah. Uh, that, no. that girl? No? no. Mary Margaret O'Callaghan, Mary Meredith O'Callaghan, something like Didn't that. Didn't they do a movie on that? Like they, yes. On Superstar. the character? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sally O'Malley. Sally O'Malley. Is the I'm 50. I'm 50. Yeah, she's um, the best. They did uh, this guy that they have doing the Donald Trump impression. Yeah. This guy's like incredible. He's really he sounds a whole lot like him. His yeah. name is James Austin Johnson. And wow. The sketch. <laughs> that is a man's name. <laughs> James Austin Johnson. That is a man's he name. He will kick your ass in James front of your Austin mother. James Austin Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. You kick your ass in front of your mom, then make up with her. Jeez. With you laying on the ground. Okay. Knocked out. Yep. Um, so he's Trump. And the way they set this up was um, it's because of Easter weekend, right? Yeah. And it's. The scene is the Last Supper, and it's Jesus kicking it there with his crew. Okay. This is part of the opening. And it's all, yes. And then Trump shows up. Alas, one of you will betray me. No, no, no. What? <laughs> it is foretold, and though I have committed no crime, I will be arrested, tried, and found guilty. Sound familiar? A famous, wonderful man arrested for no reason at all. If you haven't put it together, folks, I'm comparing myself to Jesus again. And what better time than on his birthday, Easter? As we speak, I am being persecuted on a level the likes of which the world has never seen. Even worse, even worse than the late, great Jesus... You know, many people are saying, we're very similar. We're both very tall, very popular, and both, frankly, white Americans. <laughs> you know, Jesus did some incredible things. Some would call them miracles in terms of fish and with regard to bread. Not with fish and bread, you know. He rose from the dead on the third day. I would have done it faster, possibly two <laughs> two days. I think we could have done it a lot faster. He had a good mind for business. Water into wine. Pure profit. Oh and he had big, big rallies just like me. And a lot of his followers got in big, big trouble just like mine. All because I told them exactly what Jesus would have said. 
get very violent and start a war. (laughs) His impersonation Uh, is absolutely perfect. He's got the inflection and everything. It's so funny because he sounds so much like Trump, but looks nothing like him. That's Trump. Yes, I think that you're right about that. Like, I know it's so tough that you gotta like really look like him too, but. Who the hell? You know, you, you're not going to get famous if you look like Trump. Nope. You know, and they don't have a lot of time to do like all sorts of prosthetics and everything else. Because they got to make him look bigger. Because right? this guy's a lot skinnier. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But then, but then you get into trouble with like you know you're not allowed to wear a fat suit anymore, right? Mm. Everybody complains about that. You know, so you got to get a skinny Trump. Yeah. You know, I don't think anybody would complain if you busted out the fat suit for this, though. No. You know? Not for no. this and no. this character. So did Alec no. Baldwin wear a fat suit then? Uh, no, because no. Alec Baldwin's a little bit more stocky, right? Yeah. Like he yeah. can do, This guy's a tall, lean Johnson, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I had uh, one of those nights last night where I felt that I needed to eat all the leftovers from everything that I had cooked over the weekend because it was like the last day, and I am like... Ooh, hit me. What was on the menu? Okay. So on one plate, okay, like I went into the fridge and I just started dumping stuff on this plate and then just reheated the whole thing. Okay. So on one plate, I had um, three uh, leftover chicken fingers that I made. Mm -hmm. I had about six... Korean barbecue short rib pieces, mm-hmm. right? Um, a one and a half pork dumplings. Okay. <laughs> okay. A scoop of chicken curry, like one big spoonful, because that's all. That's all that was. That was left. So far, I hear zero vegetables on that plate. <laughs> right. I didn't have any leftover veg. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, and a Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't in the microwave. No. That was your no. dessert. <laughs> that just showed up after. Ah, oh, buddy. Yeah. yeah. What and time was that at? 9.15. Oh, my God. 9.15? And then you went to yeah. bed what? Yeah. At 9.25? 10. Not enough time. <laughs> yeah. You were eating at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot to take in at that sort of late at, late at night. <laughs> That's what she said. Shut up, all of you. Okay. But you did it. I'm sweating right now, yeah. right? I'm sweating. But everything was so delicious because I just make, I made all this delicious food over the weekend uh-huh. and then there was just so much leftovers. Why didn't you bring I, any in for the class? Because there wasn't enough. No, it's my food. It was my supper. But Do you say nobody- supper or dinner? I've started saying supper lately and it sounds weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll go back to dinner. It was my dinner. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like you enjoyed it. It sounds like you rushed it. I No, I didn't rush anything. I Believe me, I supper enjoyed is a, it. It was a really old I was going to say, I was trying yeah. it out. I, I didn't like the Don't. look on the faces in the room when I threw supper <laughs> out there. Okay, My so conversation was going to go down yeah. a different path if you continued that yeah, way. I'm going back to dinner. Don't worry, anybody. But nobody told you last night at 9.15, no. hey, we have all this extra stuff. Mm-mm. You might as well eat it or else it's going in the green bin. Like nobody right. was threatening to, no, no, to get no. rid of the food. No, you made that decision no, on your no, own. No, no. I, you could have had each yes. one of those things throughout the day today spaced out right but i i know but i want to start fresh today right so i'll go and i'll start something fresh this was all weekend food that i just saw there and it was all so delicious that like it was so delicious that like i saved a half a dumpling that i didn't eat for what 
just to, so I could have it. Like I went, Today? In the, I went in the bag. No, I went in the bag and there was, I was like, oh, I got dumplings. There was one and one half dumpling in there. Like it was so delicious that when I put my leftovers away, I saved half a dumpling. So at 9.15, when you're sitting there eating what yes. would typically combined be in my right. green bin. Yes. Uh, what's your family saying to you? Because they they would have already eaten. They had they ate hours before, Earlier, right? Hours before. Rox was in bed when I was when oh, I was no. when I was doing this, and I had my whole routine because I sat down and was going to watch Succession. Yeah. So I go. I'm. It's. I'm. It, so I go to the kitchen and I get a towel, like a long kitchen towel, okay. right? And I put it on the ground like it's a like it's a picnic uh, blanket. That's romantic, right? So I put it on the ground like it's a picnic blanket, yeah. and then that goes between the coffee table and the couch. In because, case of what mess? In case case of mess because Catherine yells at me. So I always do this. I always put the like towel on the ground. Like what we used to do when Cruz was like a baby <laughs> in, in, his, in his high chair. Put a blanket on the bottom in case he throws food. You're not listening to me. It's tray. completely different. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Oh my God, I was just reading the stupidest story about the dumbest criminal in the world. Uh-oh. Cuckoo criminal, as some would call them. Ah, <laughs> uh, this... 28-year-old who went into a Target, stole a uh, electric scooter. Yeah. Employee saw him steal the scooter. Yeah. Called the cops. The cops show up to this Target, and the guy, the 28-year-old who stole the scooter, yeah. was sitting outside of the Target in the parking lot, assembling the scooter. Dumbass. Dumbass. At least cross the street. Dumbass. Go in a dumpster or something, man. Didn't have a vehicle, yeah. right? Uh, so couldn't make the getaway. Hence the electric scooter and assembly in the parking lot because that was the getaway. Right. So he had to assemble his getaway car. <laughs> yeah, that's like, not good, man. It's not good. And how much time, right? Like the yeah. amount of time that you spent opening the box, taking everything out, maybe even looking at quickly at the instructions. Yeah. Like you could have even by well, and, foot. And you need a tool too, like uh-huh. right? You gotta open the package. It's got the Allen key in it. <laughs> they don't sell them. I didn't know that they sell them dismantled. Yeah, uh, dude. You have to put. Yeah, the, uh, you no got You got to yeah. put the handle on. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, the, and you got to tighten the 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 lock nut and like everything all that else. Stuff. Yeah. So Cruz's uh, birthday is coming up in two weeks. He's gonna be six. Oh damn! And we got him uh, his birthday present early. Shh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Here's yeah, where yeah. I, I dumb dad move. Oh no! Jenna was so mad. Oh no! Because yeah. he found it. Oh. oh I was tasked yeah. with, and it, it's a, an electric scooter. Yeah. And I was tasked with hiding it. So I was like, "Brilliant! We have this like attic kind of crawl space in the garage yep. that he never goes into." So I was right. like, "I'll just go up there and tuck it away, put it away." But yeah. I didn't like tuck it anywhere. I literally went to the top, put it right there. Easy access for me to bring down, right? Right. So we're doing some spring cleaning on the weekend. And then I open the the hatch and it's a ladder. And Cruz is like, hey, can I go in there and take a look? I said, yes, don't touch anything. There's like mouse poop up there that I had to clean up. Yeah. Right? Because we got the bait stations and everything. Yeah. And he goes up there and he's hanging out for a little bit. He's like, uh, what's this? I was like, what? He's like, it's uh, there's a scooter here. <laughs> and then Jenna looks at me and I was like, oh, crap. And then she like mouths, is that his birthday present? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So Bro. then I had to go up into the attic and we we're like, listen, man, this was supposed to be a surprise. Dad screwed up. Yeah. You can have it like today. 
You didn't make him wait? Didn't make him wait because he oh. knew. Because he kept asking. I was like, can I go back out there? And I was like, oh, for what? I just want to see something. The scooter? Yeah. Did you have to buy him another gift was, now? So he was just like fixated. No, we explained to him. Like that was your uh-huh. birthday Yeah, but gift. then on the day of, he's going to be upset because oh, he tough. won't remember the whole on the day of convo. It's tough. That's not a birthday present. That's like an Easter egg. He found it. Yeah, he did. He right? really, really did. Yeah, you got to get him something else now. Know, you do. Yeah, you really do. I would have made him wait. You would have made him wait? 100%. No, you know why? Because every day I don't want to have to deal with the conversation after school every single day. Yeah. Hey, can I go and into the attic? And the problem is that or, it's not even that he found it snooping, right? No! He wasn't snooping. You said, yeah, boy, go on up there. Yeah. Right? Like, like it's you, my fault. You and, sent him up. And I don't want to have to deal with the conversation. What time is it? Yeah, I don't want to have to deal with the conversation. Not that I'm scared, but I don't want to have to deal with the conversation every single day up until his birthday about this present that I'm the one responsible now for making him see it. Bro, Jenna's not even my wife, and I can guarantee you that I will never talk to her about this because I don't want to deal with the conversation on your behalf. Facts. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, still trending right now are Nick Cannon mm-hmm. and Stay Away From Her. Those are both trending on my time. Nick Cannon and Stay Away From Her? Because... I mean, it does make sense, but who's the her? Taylor Swift. Oh, why, why? Uh, oh, no. don't. She just broke up with her boyfriend. Yes. They are not. So Nick Cannon was a guest on Howard Stern's show. Oh, and okay. they start getting into the topic of Nick Cannon and 12 kids and when will he stop and if he plans on having any more kids and this yeah. and that, right? Yeah. Because the headline you're going to read is that Nick Cannon says he wants to have a baby with Taylor Swift. I'll play for you the clip because here's how Howard sets it up and Nick's answer. Okay? And then we can discuss. Who would be the woman that make you have a baby again? Right now, right off the top of your head, if I said to you, you could have any woman in the I'm world. Not doing this. Who's it, who could it be? I see the headlines. If I said to you, like, like, if I said to you, Nick, Taylor Swift uh, wants to have a baby with you. I mean, would that do it? I'm in. That would Let's do it. Go. He's in. <laughs> That's the one. That's, I'm all in. What is it about her? First of all, she's an amazing songwriter. Okay. Uh, and what I do love about... Taylor Swift is the fact that she has been so vulnerable and open with all of her music since a young girl as and she kind of like me like me and Taylor's numbers is very similar when we're talking about <laughs> being in these streets <laughs> like, oh my god so no. I think she would relate she to dying. me very well based <laughs> off of like yo you've dated a lot of people in, in the public eye so have I so we probably will really understand each other it has been reported that Taylor Swift recently broke up with her boyfriend of yeah, six she's years free, you, you know I know right that now. Howard you know I'm, I'm my, my spidey senses was tingling <laughs> I would love if you had a baby with Taylor Swift. I think it would be Me fantastic. Too. Yeah. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> I think it's important to know. By the way, that's Nick so, Cannon talking to uh, Howard Stern. So what were those two things that were trending again? Uh, Nick Cannon and stay away from her. Right. <laughs> because as soon as this story got out, like all the Taylor Swift fans, oh, because no, you no, know they're no, so no, protective no, of their no, queen, no, 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 no. they all went in. Like there's zero positive reaction <laughs> Well, right? There shouldn't be any positive reaction. And I don't know if this makes that. any sense, right? Or or if this is uh, important because the conversation went along with him wanting to have his desire to have a kid with Taylor Swift, right? But when you listen back to it, it's Howard Stern that threw out the name Taylor Swift. He said, if yeah, Taylor sure. Swift. And then he went along with it. He sure. could have said anybody else, right? He could have sure. said, if Halle Berry or if... 
insert celebrity yeah. name here, right? And yeah. then he would have gone along with it. And then the headline would have read, Nick Cannon says he'd love to have a baby with. Yeah. Whoever, he just whoever, wanted whoever. to get out of the question. No, he didn't. No, he Nick, played that no, up, he, played, he definitely played along with Oof. what Howard Stern was setting Nick, up there. Nick could have just said, I'm not doing this. He did. No, he didn't. As soon as Howard said, if Taylor Swift came to you and said that she wants a baby, Nick Cannon is like, okay, I'm all in. Like, he played, like, it's, this, it's so wild to me that Nick Cannon can just be out here, like, you know, doing jokes in a comedy routine about like who famous like what famous people he wants to knock up and add to his brood and like baby 13 like it's so weird to me and you know what's wild is that 13 is like is like taylor swift number yes right? i know oh, she would like oh, that makes, oh, makes it even oh, yes like if i'm nick cannon this is now my life's mission oh come on uh, right don't do that man yeah. so uh, nick cannon and stay away from her it's <laughs> <Still laughs> the best still trending the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Yo, this latest season of CGT, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Like, the competition is so fierce. And we're four weeks in. And I'm just, like, anticipating the other talent that we haven't seen yet. Because for a fourth week in a row, mm -hmm. we get a golden buzzer. That's crazy. Before we get to the golden buzzer moment and who gave the golden buzzer, I want to play for you... Um, this one kid, Filipino guy, Raymond Salgado from Vancouver Island. Uh, listen to this because he actually auditioned for American Idol at one point. I was on American Idol last year, and oh, wow. um, but they didn't think I was ready at the time. Did you think you were ready at that time? At the time, I was like going through a lot of like negativity and self-doubt, um, and it really did... Uh, affect me. When I applied for American Idol, I didn't feel like I brought my full self into the audition, and I think the judges could see that. Growing up on Vancouver Island, there wasn't a lot of Asian representation. There I was, this Filipino kid, and I started to understand that I was gay. American Idol was a turning point in my life. I've grown so much since then. I've been able to find myself and to love each and every layer of who I am. So now that we know a little bit more about Raymond from Vancouver Island, hmm. he's then set to perform. Oh, thinking about all the young days. Oh, wow. There was only you and me. We were young and wild and free. Take you away from me. We've been down this road before, but it's over now. You keep coming back for more. Baby, you're all that I want. Like incredible voice. So, spoiler alert, but Raymond did not get the golden buzzer. I think he's good. I don't know if he's golden buzzer good. Okay, so Agreed. now that we know what Raymond sounds like, yeah. let's go to Maya Gamzu, who's 14 years old from Toronto, and her performance, okay? Mm -hmm. Oh, sometimes I've got a good feeling, yeah. Oh, come on now. 
had before no more. Excuse me? Again, she's 14 years old. Wow. I'm just gonna tell you right now that I This, by the way, Ooh. is Maya Gamzu from Toronto on CGT last night. I believe, I really do believe that something's got a hold on me. Yes. She had the crowd moving. I believe she got a standing ovation after this performance. And you get to the judges, and it doesn't seem like all the judges were, like, really, really feeling the performance. Wow, 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 wow. And only 14. Yes. That's the part that I did not expect that out of your 14-year-old self. That was Thank you a, so much. That was amazing. Can I be honest for a second? I just want to be honest for a second. Lily Singh. You have a phenomenal voice. Clearly, everyone was on their feet. You're so tough. I don't think that song, though... Let you fully showcase everything you can do. Did you pick that song? Yeah, this is yes. my question. You picked it? That um, was totally that your was idea? Yeah, this well. song is by Christina Aguilera, and yeah. Christina Aguilera has always been my goal as a singer. Listen, this is a, a show where, I, you know, I'm going to be a little bit pompous. We create stars here. I think that you could have, with a better song choice, went from an A to an A+. Plus. But I have such a belief, and I haven't been wrong yet, but I really do think that with the right song choice, that you possibly could win all of Canada's Got Talent. And guess what? Thank you. Cardinal Official walks over to the golden buzzer. No way. And hits it. Wow. So week one on CGT... Howie gives a golden buzzer. Week two, Trish gives a golden buzzer. Mm-hmm. Week three, Lindsay L. gives a golden buzzer. Week four now, Cardinal Official gives his golden There's buzzer. There's one left. Yeah. So Lily Literally. Singh is the last one. Will we get a golden buzzer moment from Lily Singh next week on Canada's Got Talent? Tuesday nights at 8, by the way, on City. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Guys. What? For the first time in 2023. Uh-oh. Humidex. Oh, yes. Is in the vocab now. Come on now. 31 oh, today so with delicious. the Humidex. So Come delicious. on. Get out of here. My dumb ass is wearing a sweater today. I know. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Every day you wear a t-shirt. I Every single day you wear a t-shirt. And then one day. You wear oh. a sweater. Yeah. Like a thick sweater. Like, Let me see you. <laughs> yeah, sweater. It's just, it's that. And I have a jacket. Like, I brought a jacket too. Even when I took the dog out this morning before I left, that's to, like to come to work. Your sweater, it's just, that's like prison gray. There's yeah. like no writing. It looks, that looks, that it looks issued, not purchased. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't ask questions. Um, I, uh, even when I stepped outside before I left to come into work today. Yeah. And I had the sweater, the jeans, the jacket, right? Bro. I took the dog out and like it was already like 15 degrees. Yes. And at that point I was like, man, it's hot. Yes. 
Yes, and you still decided to go with the sweater and the jacket. I still decided to Damn, go work okay, like that. Okay, yeah. okay. And then when we leave today, the sun's just going to be blazing outside. Yeah, it's going to be so good. I'm going to have to start... take off my sweater and just no, try no. topless. I can't. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Guys, who does that on the show? Either Shem or Maury drives shirtless. Shem, Shem does. does. <laughs> Sorry, Maury. Look at Maury. Not me. <laughs> you looking Shem. forward You looking forward to uh, shirtless driving weather, Shem? I, I, I'm not a fan of sweating. I don't like sweating Roz. I know you love sweating, love but I hate it. I hate what it does to the pits and the shirts. And so I'll drive shirtless. Absolutely. So no will you problem. drive shirtless with the windows down or will you drive shirtless with the AC cranked or no AC at no, all? I feel like it's really creepy to drive shirtless with the windows <laughs> up and the AC on. Like if somebody looks, do you think it, okay, hold on here. Let me see, picture myself driving. If I'm driving and I look over and there's somebody in the car driving shirtless, <laughs> uh-huh. what's more weird, driving shirtless with the windows down or Driving shirtless with the windows up. Windows yeah, up. windows up. <laughs> windows yeah. up, right? Yeah, yeah. It would be yeah. totally normal if the window yeah. was down and like his left arm is hanging out the yeah, window. Right? Like, sure. But it's like, wow, that person is really enjoying their it's day. It's still weird. That is just something you don't see every day somebody driving a car shirtless. Mm. Now, you both live in condos, right? Yep. And I'm Maury, on a day like today, where it's going to be 30 degrees, how long until they actually turn the air conditioning on in the building? Because oh, you're you can still just you're, set it to heat or cold. Can you? Yeah, Did, like they, yesterday I had the air conditioning on. But didn't you have a problem forever where they, like it was a time of year that they turned the heat and the air conditioning on? You still get like a cool breeze. They have to switch something. They have to do something to make it freezing. Right. But if you put it to cold, it's just not hot. Right. So it's not air conditioning. You're just blowing in city air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Shame, but, same thing okay. with you? Same exact thing. Yeah. 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 It, it, to me, although it's worse going from like warmer weather to colder weather when they have to wait for the heat to get, to get turned on. That to me is the worst. Really? I don't mind this. That's fine. I'd rather be cold than hot. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. yeah. I would Matthew w- still has the flannel sheets on the bed. <laughs> See, that's the thing though. Like at night, yeah. I would still prefer to be super comfortable warm. Like, really? Yeah. I want the duvet. It could be 40 degrees outside, middle of August. Yeah. But at night, yeah. I need to be oh, no. so you bundled. Want, yeah, you want it cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. My room is freezing. I don't mind that it's cold, but I just like to be toasty. Yeah, I, I, we don't we don't have like summer sheets or winter sheets. We have like sh- like sheets, duvet, foot blanket, cats. I got all the things. <laughs> Teddy bears. I got everything. <laughs> you are prepared, sir. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Jan V, hello. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How about you? Good. Oh, girl, you sound stressed. What is going on? (laughs) Okay, so I'm here to have an issue like, how do I cope with a guy who's already married? And he still wants me. Oh, wow. You wrote this. Raza Mocha fixed my life. So a guy I was dating and broke up with then married someone else but still wants me and it's messing with my mind. How long ago did you date this guy and how long had you guys been dating until you broke up? Oh, so so we started dating last year, actually. And then we were together for almost almost a year. And then this January, he he decided that that he he can't he can't leave his girlfriend, and and then he said that he needs to go back home and get married because he he still likes her. All the families are involved, so I'm like, okay, I'll take a step back. Wait, wait so where's home for him? Uh, uh, India. India. Oh, so this is a guy that was dating you. 
And then he also had some like family stuff going on where they wanted him to marry somebody else that they approved of and had set up. Is something like that? So, no, like, he already had a girlfriend in India. Oh! oh so you were okay. the Canadian side ting. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. So he went back to India, married the girl there, but what, he's still messaging you and yes. saying that he wants to be with you? Yes. So this Easter weekend, I went to visit my friend. And then his wife suddenly calls me and says that, hey, can you please call him? He's still missing you. He cannot live without you. He's so sick. And I'm like, what the, what is going on? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my God. Yeah. His wife in India called you and said he's so lovesick he can't live without you? Yeah, that's what she said. And then then I had to, I was so worried because obviously I I, I liked him. So, so I had to call him. I called him, and and he, he was he was having cold. He was he was having cold. Oh, he just had a cold. He, so, do you think his wife then would have been okay if you said no problem? I'll drop everything here and go to India and marry him. Oh no, no. So she, she was all of the opinion that he he got married. He came back here in Canada. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He got married in January. He came back in Canada in February. So everything was going okay till the Easter weekend, I believe. And then and then she just calls me, rings me up that, hey, he's there. Can you please go check on him? He's not feeling well and he, he, he just keeps on missing you. He just said that I'm, I'm missing Nambi. Okay, hold on. So the wife is in India. Yeah, the guy is in Canada. And the, I'm also in Canada. The guy is in Canada. You're also in Canada. Does she know that you were the girlfriend while he was here? Oh, yeah. She knew that. She so, knew that. I, I talked to her regarding this, that, hey, something is going on. He's not able to make up his mind. Do you want to talk to him that who really he wants to marry? Okay. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's messy, right? Okay, oh, my God. Okay. So the, wow. the wife told you, knowing that you were the... Canadian side piece to go over and make sure he's okay? Yeah, because, yeah, that's what she mentioned, that, hey, can you please go? He just cannot live without you. And, and did you here. did you go? No, you no. Did, you did not go. Oh, this guy yeah. is still sick with the cold. Like, do you think she, like, even wants to be in the relationship or the marriage? She was, she was not before, but then on Sunday night, she just texted me saying that, hey, I just want to give him one more chance. So I'm sorry. And I was like, okay. And then the next day, the guy messaged me and said that, hey, this is not a good news for you. Probably I still want to, but but because of my family and my wife giving me one more chance, I want to go back to her. Okay, so he gave you the answer. So that's it. You're done. Yeah, but then all <sighs> oh, God. of this effort of me moving on just, just messed up. Do you, and do you, I know, I know. Do you get the sense that the wife in India would be okay if he was also seeing you on the side? No. No? No. All right. So I think the simple answer is here is that you just got to like dis- disassociate yourself with this guy. Just disconnect all communication. Yeah. Right? I, the guy's yeah, married. Think, he already yeah. said, he gave you the answer. He wants to give it, sorry, he's being forced to give it another chance with his wife because of her and because of his family and all that pressure. So there's no future with this guy. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Right? So like, like it's going to take time, yeah. but you're going to have to you got to distance yourself from this guy. Yeah. You should go you should go hook up with his wife. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh no. 
<laughs> yeah, that guy gonna, oh my god. That guy would really be feeling it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta cut all communication with this guy, yeah. GNV. You have to. You have to block his number, stop following him on social. And block the wife. And block the wife. Just like oh, you yes, cannot be a part of their lives whatsoever anymore. Yeah, because I have a feeling that they'll come back. I do not know, but I have a feeling that they'll come oh, back. Oh, they yeah. will. They will. They will. And yeah. he's not gonna as long as he's still in this country, he's not gonna stop texting you or trying to reach out. Oh yeah, I feel that feel that so. Because okay. he called me I don't know how many times with no caller IDs and when I speak nobody speaks on the other side. Oh like, god. god, yeah, it's a problem. Okay. Just you gotta cut all ties, Jan V. Yeah. Cut all ties. This is no good for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, girl. Yeah. What a okay. mess. Thank Damn. you. Thanks. You're so good. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Can I play you this clip of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because uh, he's going quite viral right now. So Schwarzenegger, by the way, the former governor of California. California. Right? <laughs> and Rod Stewart made news for this in his neighborhood over in the UK. And now Schwarzenegger's making news as well. Um, because... He was out there filling potholes. So I guess in Schwarzenegger's rich neighborhood, after all the rainstorms and everything else, there was this giant pothole that had opened up mm-hmm. and uh, and the city hadn't fixed it. And Schwarzenegger, let me just get you his quote here because it's kind of great. I bet I know what he said. Okay, no, hold on here. Hold on here. So he said it's better to get out there and do stuff than blah, 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 right? So he went He went and bought some asphalt mm-hmm. and uh, got a couple buddies, and they went and filled this giant pothole. The pothole has been terminated. And they filmed it all, and you can hear in the clip, like, somebody who lives in the neighborhood, like, drove by and yeah. were super happy that he was out there doing it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, three weeks he's been waiting for that hole to be closed. Get me to Home Depot, get to the chapel. <laughs> however, however, after he post, posted that video, yeah. um, the city released a statement saying that Arnold Schwarzenegger actually filled in a service trench. That was there for ongoing maintenance and work. Oh, no. Oh, derp. (laughs) (laughs) That's the ultimate derp. And he unintentionally um, filled it. It was purposely created by the Southern California Gas Company. The city of Los Angeles said in a statement, they said, this location is not a pothole. It's a service trench that relates to active permitted work being performed at the location by SoCal Gas, who expects the work to be completed by the end of May. So... (laughs) That deadline just shifted. (laughs) Way to go. You gotta get out there and do it. Right? You're very welcome, citizens. (laughs) I know. People honking. Oh, Arnold. He probably went to bed last night feeling like the best. Bro, and it is still up on his, uh, it's still up on his Twitter. So, so what now? Like, does he now have to foot the bill (laughs) for the extension of this project? Because now all that stuff's got to get dug up. 
and it has to properly be redone the way it was prior yeah. to him mucking with it, yeah. right? I, I don't I don't know who's going to foot the bill for that. Because you're not like, allowed to do that. Like you can't do that here. Yeah, I know. I know. I would love to. Would you? Oh, absolutely. You're gonna go out there with a tamper and a every, shovel? Every time my wheel goes into a hole, I'm just like I worry that it's gonna pop. So we should be allowed to do it ourselves. Right. So yeah, so he had originally tweeted uh today after the whole neighborhood has been upset about this giant pothole that's been screwing up cars and bicycles for weeks. I went out with my team and fixed it. I always say, let's not complain. Let's do something about it. Damn, I don't <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.